The views and opinions expressed in this program by the host or guests do not state or reflect those of the company, its management sponsors, or any entities they represent. Oh, it's lit. <laughs> we prime time. <laughs> Subscribe, like, and share. <laughs> Give us your feedback. Yo, I'm Manny at the plate and Kobe off a steal. Rescue for the goal and Brady at the wheel. I'm a game changer. The Osaka of the tennis and breaking scoreboard. Simone of the Olympics. Defense and big business. The Mayweather who way better. From the greatness of Jim Brown, I bend down. Talk of sports before I was off the porch. Screaming bow nose while Jordan was playing horse. Late 80s getting torched by the drive in the shot. 2016 got a ring off the three in the block. They ease to forgot. The cardiac kids, Price and Doherty. Bail in the Indian years. This who it is. Your host D Train, yo, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, your host D Train, that's a name banger. Come in the streets and talk sports with the game changer. Yo, D Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk Industry Sports, man. What's really good? What's really good? It is Saturday, November 18th. And uh it's been a heck of a season so far in the fall winners and the fall sports, right? Cleveland Cavaliers season then started, you know, and we gonna get a lot into them. That's how we're going to start off the show. We're going to talk about them Cavs. You know what I'm saying? After we talk about them Cavs, we're going to talk about these Browns. And we're going to look at what they got going on and what we be looking forward to to the end of the season, all right? And then after that, we're going to get into all the miscellaneous that's been going on around each league, some of these hot-button topics, and we're going to put that together. But I am D-Tramp. This is Game Changer Sports Talk on Industry Sports. We're streaming on multiple media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Uh, follow us on IG at DTrent or at Industry Sports. If you missed a live recordings, you can catch the uh, replays on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and various other streaming platforms. You know what I mean? Um, but make sure you all get into that, man. We're going to get into the land. You see them jerseys on the screen. The land. In-season tournament time. So the Cavs went against the Detroit Pistons last night um, for in-season tournament. And for those who don't know, this year the NBA started the in-season tournament thing to where basically it gives, it makes all the games relevant in the season now. You know, it was a big push about um, low management and, and stars just sitting out because they can and missing certain events and you know or certain dates and the fans not really getting their fool's money worth for the ticket prices they they you know they pay so the nba say okay we'll do an in-season tournament we'll group them up and those who win get a big payout you know so for the big stars you know who making their money you know it is what it is for them but for the younger guys and the people who trying to who they self and, and getting into the league still trying to make a name for themselves this is a big deal right and i feel like too um it allows coaches to use more of their bench right you get to see what kind of other guys you got down there things like that so so far the tournament been cool now the Cavs are one and one in the tournament they lost the first uh game in the tournament to indiana um and they won last night versus the pistons um 
But you know, these Cavs are six and six, man. Let's let's get into some of these numbers, right? Uh, because even though the Cavs are six and six, uh, there's a lot of things that we have to keep into consideration, right? The Cavs have a totally new supporting cast, all right. And for all those who watch it, wherever you watch it from, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, wherever you watch it from, uh, feel free um, to chime in, get in the chat. You can hit the link if you want to come up, you know, and, and join in on a conversation live and direct. You're definitely more than welcome to. Um, so let's get into these numbers, right? Hold on, I took it down. New flux of players for the Cavs, right? George Niang is here. Matt Struess is here. Imani Bates is here. Craig Porter Jr. is here. Tristan Thompson is back. Damian Jones is down here. Jared Allen is finally back after missing the first seven games i believe because he played the last five so he missed like the first seven games um darius garland has been in and out the lineup all year uh donovan mitchell has been in and out the lineup all year ty jerome and a and isaac okoro haven't played um and i didn't mention ty jerome as a new acquisition as well uh, they they haven't played since game three game four um so in saying that only three cavaliers have played the whole 12 games that is evan mobley georges niang and matt Struess. and in those 12 games all right let's just just, just buy the numbers right evan mobley is at 16.7 of seven field goal makes a game He's getting almost 13 attempts a game. He's shooting 54% from the field. He's attempting not even a three a game, so I think that's a big improvement. Um, he's getting his shots where he needs to get them. 71% from the free throw line, averaging about four attempts a game. All right? He's averaging 10 and a half, 10 and a half rebounds, three and a half assists, uh, almost a steal, almost two blocks. And a point differential of plus 0.3. All right. So Evan Mobley been doing this thing this year. Um, you know, it's been a big thing about Evan Mobley in that third year, turning that corner, seeing what that offensive game is really like. Um, you know, I'm gonna get to specifics about what I would like to see Mobley do more and how JB to use him. But right now, playing all 12 games. You know what I'm saying? Being able to put up basically 16 and a half and 10 and a half, 17 and 11, I think that's a good start to the year. George's Niang off the bench, averaging six points off six field goals. He's shooting overall about 37% from the field, averaging about four threes a game, shooting 30% from the three. Half a free throw game. You know, he's averaging about almost four rebounds a game and assists. You know, so we brought you over here to be a stretch for defender, right? Um, and for the most part, he's definitely done that. He's definitely defended at a very high level. Um, and, you know, still while adjusting and trying to find your role in the team, especially while the whole team ain't healthy, I thought he's done pretty pretty well so far, uh, been impactful, a good steady piece to come with Karis Levert off that bench. Um, but he's played all 12 games, and right now he's averaging – basically six points, almost seven points, and four rebounds, all right? Can't be mad. Two assists in there, 
You know what I'm saying? That's only off 22 minutes. All right, so that's cool. Matt Struess played all 12 games. He's averaging 14 and a half points off 12 shots, 43% from the field. He's averaging almost eight threes a game, shooting 36% from the three. You know what I mean? 88% from the free throw line, averaging five rebounds, almost six rebounds a game, and almost four assists, and a steal, and a half a block. So, you know, a lot of us, a lot of people were iffy on the master side, and, and, you know, should he be getting all that money and, and all like that? And I think for these first 12 games, um, the fact that he's played every game um, and the fact that he has been impactful in every game. Uh, whether he's starting in the backcourt with Donovan Mitchell or he's starting in the backcourt with Karis, Le- I mean with um, Darius Garland, uh, he's been impactful, uh, to say the least. And you know, to give my give my guy his credit, um, you know, he's posterized a few people. Uh, they don't want to talk about it, but he's he's posterized. Like he just posterized uh, a sword Thompson last night. <laughs> hey, and if you ain't seen the Mastro's posters, you gotta see it, man, because he has brought um such a great energy to that starting lineup. He is doing basically all the things everybody wanted a coro to do. Um, and I and that's not a knock on Isaac Okoro, because I think in the time that he's been able to play this year. Uh, he's been very impactful, um, but I will say Matt Strews has been everything and more that we've looked for from uh, the starting small four position, and I just want to definitely give him his props on that. Um, uh, but like I say, those are the only three Cavaliers that has played in every game this season. Karis LeVert and Dean Wade follow um, playing in 11 games. Uh, Karis LeVert this year, you talk about a guy who's leading for six man of the year. All right. 18 points off the bench on 15 shots, shooting 42% from the field, averaging six threes a game, shooting 31% from the field. All right. Averaging four rebounds, four assists, uh, one and a half steals and a half a block a game. Point differential positive 2.2. Oh, I ain't say Mastruz, his point differential positive 4.9. All right, so they've been playing really good. Dean Wade has been, you know, but Dean Wade role is to be a stretch for. Um, you know, we'll get into what I would like to see more from him. Donovan Mitchell, Tristan Thompson have played in 10 games. So out of a 15-man roster, only seven Cavaliers have played in at least 10 of the 12 games that they've been scheduled to play this year, all right? Donovan Mitchell has really been on the tear, though. Um, In 36 minutes a night, he's putting up 29 points, averaging 21 shots, shooting 48% from the – almost 49% from the field. He's shooting about nine – hold on, hold on. Let me make sure I got this right. Yeah, 21 shots. Let me make sure I got this right. Okay, yeah. Okay, Hart. Um, so then you got him shooting. Yeah, why is y'all changing my stuff around? Threes. All right, so he's shooting about nine threes a game. He's averaging 40% from the three. All right, 
about five free throws a game. He shoot 90% from the free throw line. All right. He's averaging about five rebounds a game, a little over almost five and a half assists a game, two steals and a half a block. Point differential, point five, five points, five points positive. So, you know, the Cavs record sit at six and six. Um, that will say they've been playing, you know, even. They're at 500. So, you know, some nights are good, some nights are bad. Um, I would definitely attribute that to just getting um, used to each other. Um, and, you know, everybody not being healthy at the same time. It's hard to build continuity and chemistry when everybody's not healthy at the same time. At the same token, though, I can't lie. I like how they look. I'm really looking forward to see how they're uh, going to play when they're all together. Um, but let's go ahead and dive into a little bit of the X's and O's, right? Um, you know, so last year, the Cavs were heavy on guard initiation. Uh, you know, pick and roll was kind of like the standard. Um, when things broke down, it was whoever got the ball, figure it out. All right. Um, it's still a little bit of that this year, uh, but I will say it's been a lot more focused on initiating the offense with the big man from the top, uh, you know, whether it be hand dribble handoffs or, uh, you know, pick handoffs. Um, it's been a lot more give and go with the bigs. Um, a stat came up last night that said uh, Matt Struess, Averaging, we just talk about how he's averaging about five assists, six and six a game. Five of his assists per game are to Evan Mobley. Uh, I think that is extremely interesting. So that means to say that there's been a focus on getting the big man involved. Why well, can't find what I'm looking for? There's been a, a huge emphasis on getting the big man involved. Hold on, y'all. This is what I be saying, I can't never find that when I need it. All right, Excuse me. So, yeah, it's been a super emphasis on getting uh, Mobley the ball. Um, and I like that a lot. Um, Donovan Mitchell, right? I like Donovan. I like the way he's playing this year. Um, I feel like he's been more aggressive on the defensive end than most are used to him being. Um, you know, it's going to always be a struggle between him and Garland starting that backcourt just because they're so undersized. But when you have two seven-footers and another guy on the wing who can actually play good defense, it ain't really as bad, especially when you can sub in guys who are, you know, the right height, the right tenacity to be able to really make that that bold over. Hold on. So I do want to see Donovan Mitchell get more people involved. I do want to see him pick his spots more to where he take over the game. I do think he hasn't had a chance or the opportunity to really grow into that role yet because of, you know, everybody so in and out of the lineup. But I'm not down on the Cavs. I'm not upset about the Cavs. I'm not upset about uh, what uh, 
JB Biggerstaff is doing right now because I feel like there are things that are being implemented that's that's helping. At the same token, JB ain't he ain't on the floor. So regardless of what he implements, all right, the players still got to go out there and execute. Um, Darius Garland, right? No, hold on. Before I go to Darius, right? I got to talk about Levert again. Karis Levert is balling out of his mind right now, okay? Balling. I said all last year, you know, when I came on, we talked about the Cavs. I said, Karis needs to just stay at the six-man. They don't need to start him sometimes. They don't need to be pulling him back and forth out the lineup. Just let him be the six-man, right? Because ultimately – you know, the small four has to play a certain type of role. But when you have two undersized guards like that, to be able to come in with a Karis LeVert, it's phenomenal. Karis going to get his own shot. Karis going to make it easy for other players on the floor. Karis going to play defense. Karis has been one of the top two-way players in the league this year so far in 12 games. Not saying he's the super, super stud, but in 12 games, he's been dominant on both ends of the floor. Extremely impactful. Um, and only thing I want to see the Browns, I'm not say the Browns. Only thing I want to see the Cavs do is the Cavs need a stretch for that can rebound. That's what I feel like they need to pair with Karis LeVert. Somebody that's going to get down there and really rebound, you know what I'm saying? But could also stretch it out and hit that three-point shot, you know what I'm saying? That that type of uh, forward big man would really help not only Karis LeVert, but it also helped when rotating in um, Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Um, you know, Jared – Allen and Evan Mobley have so much responsibility on the defensive end of the floor. Okay. And I, I don't know if people really take this into consideration. They are playing with two guards that are six, two and six, one respectively. All right. Respectively. So a lot of times guys are going to blow past them. They're going to get to the cup, but they showed a stat last night. That says when this season in the five games that Evan Mobley and Jerry Allen have played, they are redirecting almost 24 shots a game. Whether they be blocks, whether they make them change in the air or make a pass out of the shot, they are altering 24 shots a game. I think it's alarming that teams are able to get that many shots at the rim or close in the paint, all right? Of course, that's an issue. But the fact that you got two guys down there that's really making it hard for the opposing offense, though, that's crazy. So this adds to Struce having good rebounding numbers because we, with having those two guys, you need a strong small forward that can, or at least a guard that can rebound, right? But if you add a stretch for that can rebound, now you're getting a little more pressure off these guys because you know when they go, like when you when you know when you're playing 
Evan at the center and, and, and Allen is sitting down. You play Allen at the center and Mobley is sitting down. That stretch for that can rebound is going to allow them to really dominate in the paint. Now they can go after shots because they know that it's a guy that's going to clean up the possession when they alter the shot. I like that. I think another issue, um, I think another thing that they need is I think the Cavs need a defensive uh, playmaker at the point guard. And what I mean is uh, Craig Porter has played pretty good. He's a rookie. He, he needs to get a little more time. Um, he a little bit bigger than, you know, the other two. I think Craig Porter 6'3". Um, but he still got to get his NBA weight up and stuff like that before he can really take on these up echelon guys and, and lock them down for real. Um, but let's say if you had a guy like John Wall, right? I think he would help out. Now, people would say, well, damn, you know, let's see what happened when Ty Jerome come back. Um, and I agree. Ty, Ty Jerome got the size. You know, he could facilitate. He could stretch the floor. Um, I don't know if he's a lockdown defender, but at the same token, you know, he didn't get a lot of time to really showcase what he could do as a, a steady rotation piece when he was, you know, at Phoenix and at um, OKC. Um, but the Cavs need that. And I say they need this type of guy because Darius Garland has to be allowed to run freely. And for some reason, when him and Mitchell play together, Darius doesn't play like an alpha. And I think that's problematic for the Brown, I mean for the Cavs offense and, and just the flow of the team. Darius Garland has to play aggressive every game, all game, because of his ability to handle, because of his ability to stretch the floor, his ability to get his shot off the dribble while moving, still being able to finish with either hand at the rim. That has to be a consistent threat. It has to be. But for some reason, when Donovan Mitchell was in, it's not that way. And this is where I was saying, like, Donovan Mitchell got to pick his spots better. Donovan Mitchell should be able to understand by now that he can get his shots whenever he wants to. It ain't a person who can guard you. You should start off the game making sure Evan Mobley and Darius Garland get their shots and get their impact on the game. Because once those two get into the game, Jared Allen going to get into the game by default. For one, because he's the opposite big man of Mobley. And for two, because Garland and Allen already got a good chemistry. So, uh, wait, hold one moment, y'all.
Appreciate y'all patience. Yeah, so um, like I say, you know, Jared Allen go get in by default. All right. Like I say, him and Allen, him and Garland already got a chemistry off that pick and roll. And him and him and Mobley got a chemistry off that. So by default, he's going to get in. Now, when you know Donovan pick his spots, where okay, they getting off, they didn't got off. So now let me insert myself. Now you got a Matt Struess to play off with you, though. You know what I'm saying? Matt Struess, him and Matt Struess play really good together, as I've seen so far. Like they play really good together. So you got somebody that you could feed off of, which is fire. Um. But Karis need a running mate. You know, George Niang didn't play good so far. I really want to see what it's going to look like when it's Karis, Ty Jerome, and Okoro um, with Niang. Because ultimately, I feel like that's that's the that's the second unit. It's Ty Jerome, Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro, uh, George's Niang with Mobley or Allen, whichever one it is, right? That's really the second unit. And that's a pretty that's a pretty good second unit though. Like I ain't that ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Now you will argue, okay, where you getting the rebounds from, but all of them as a collective can rebound. You know, all of them second unit guys as a collective could get you about five to six rebounds a game. You know what I'm saying? Which if they all do is about 30 rebounds. So if you can get 30 rebounds from your bench, you're win that's 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 heavy good. You know what I'm saying? And JB does preach team rebounding, which I got to give him credit for. He 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 preaches team rebounding. Um, but the Cavs, man, they they been, I, I think they pretty all right, man. You know, a lot of people I've been hearing people, you know, fire JB and, and all that, but I really think he's done pretty well under the circumstances. You know what I'm saying? Um you know, it's hard to see what you got until you got all the pieces there. All the pieces there, you know. But so far, Donovan Mitchell has balled out. Evan Mobley has balled out um, to a degree. Karis LeVert has balled out to a degree. Matt Struess has balled out to a degree. Uh, Darius Garland has done what he's been able to do. I think Craig Porter Jr., uh, the rookie that we drafted, or I think he was undrafted, but we brought him on and he ended up you know, getting a two-way contract. Um, I think he's been playing excellent. Um, he was a guy who led his college team in points, rebounds, assists, and blocks. And he's been demonstrating a lot of that since he's been up here in Cleveland. Um, so I'm really happy to see. And, you know, the guy that I haven't talked about that everybody talks about in Cleveland is Imani Bates, okay? Imani Bates. If you follow high school basketball over the years, you know this name, Imani Bates. Um, you know that he dropped to the second round because of whatever situations they tried to pin on his jacket. You know, when I say jacket, his resume, they tried to pin on his jacket before he ended up getting to the league. But since he's been with the Cavs, he's won a G League championship, not G League, a summer league championship. Um, he debuted for the Canton Charge a few days ago, earlier this week, and scored 29 in his debut. Um, he's hit a couple nice big shots for the Cavs during the season through all the personnel shuffling with everybody not being healthy. Um, and he has a future with these Cavs. Ultimately, I don't think it's no secret that 
Donovan Mitchell probably not gonna be here long term. Now, do we, you know, does one want to say that? Does one want to say, hey, the Cavs finally got a nice little formidable and they don't even want it? No, we don't want to say that, but we got to be realistic, right? Donovan Mitchell is unless unless they go to the finals, unless they go to the finals this year, um, which is possible. Well, unless they go to the finals, I don't really see how how Donovan gonna stay. Um, it pains me to say that, but at some point you only got so much money, right? Garland's getting paid, Moby's going to get paid, Imani Bates is going to get paid. A 6'9 guy who has great basketball IQ. He could play team defense. He could play team ball. He could, you know, get his shot off the dribble, get in the paint, pass it to the open guy. He can catch the alley hoop. He could throw the alley hoop. He can play good team defense. Like, and then the more he gets into his NBA body, the more of a formidable challenge he's going to be for opposing defenders. Um, and at some point, you will have a lineup where basically Garland is the point, Imani is the three, and Mobley is the center. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if nobody else sees that, I see that. I can see that. You know what I mean? And that's not bad, especially if you if you still got a Struce down there playing in two or in a Coro. I mean, Imani could get his weight up enough to where he could be a stretch four. You, we, we don't know how he's going to develop, but what I am saying is that personnel-wise, I think the Cavs are in a better – in one of the best positions they've been in a long time. Um, personnel-wise, they have so many different skill sets that they can pair up for so many different scenarios and situations. But I will say they need a rebounder. They need a rebounder, even if it's not a stretch four. They need a rebounder, somebody who just gets after it on the glass. Every championship team has to have that guy that just does the dirty work, you know, that does the Udonis Haslam, that does the, the Dennis Rodman, that does the P.J. Tucker, you, that does the Aaron Gordon, you know, that does the Brooke Lopez. Like, you need that guy on the team. And I'm, I'm interested to see who can become that guy. Can Isaiah Mobley come up and become that guy? Can Damian Jones uh, develop and become that guy? Is that guy somewhere else that we haven't even explored yet? So, um, you know, and we got to understand the division they in, right? Let, let's, 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 let's look at the Cavs as the rest of the league, right? Because the league is popping. The league popping. Like, we, we can't we, – we can't – we got to take it into consideration, right? Boston is 10-2. and two. Philadelphia is nine and three. Milwaukee is eight and four. Miami is eight and four. Indiana seven and four. The Orlando Magic is seven and five. All right, and that's round up the top six in the East. Then, as far as the playing tournament goes, um, seven through ten, the New York Knicks are seven and five. The Cleveland Cavaliers are six and six. The Brooklyn Nets are six and six. The Atlanta Hawks are six and six, and then they're followed up uh, at eleven and twelve with. Toronto and Chicago, but I'll just mention Toronto because Toronto five and seven and they're one win from being, you know, one win and somebody losing from being in 
uh, playoff consideration. But right now, it's only 12 games into the season, all right? But a lot of these teams got – I mean, listen, Boston has a squad. Make no mistake about this. Boston – hold on, hold on. Boston has a squad, bro. D-Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports, uh, streaming on multiple media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Um, follow us on IG at Industry Sports or at D-Trent. If you missed the live streaming, you can catch the um, replays on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and various other streaming platforms. Just look for the Industry Sports channel. Subscribe, like, share that, and then follow the Industry Sports page. Also, check out the Industry Sports website, industrysports.com. Oh, you get the latest articles and all that. You know what I'm saying? Vibe with us. Nerdy Yellow Dude say, I think Isaac is that guy. Listen, I like Isaac Okoro as a, as a, as a shooting guard. Um, more so than a three. Um, and I like Isaac Okoro um, with Karis LeVert. I think they play really well together. Um, but they do have to be playing the two and the three off the bench. Um, Isaac, I think, listen, the one thing I don't like about JB's system is I don't think it allows Isaac Okoro to shoot from the mid-range like he should. I think he's a better mid-range shooter than a three-point shooter. And those threes where he having spot up, he could take the three. I think sometimes he should be allowed to just take that step in and take that two-point shot and knock that bucket down. It's all about getting the points. Um, I feel like on the defensive end, on breaking transition, as far as just moving the ball around, I think he does all of those well on the team side. Um, but I like I like Isaac a lot. Um, hopefully they they resign and he probably gonna get no crazy contract depending on how the year play out. But I do want them to keep him on this roster. Um, and so anyway, as I was saying boston man listen drew holiday jalen brown christoph porzingis jason tatum al horford like devin white like bro like they got a squad they have guys who can really lock you down the perimeter all right with white brown and holiday then you got christoph porzingis who can just flat out defend the rim all right and he's not the number one option. So you kind of forget he over there. Then they still coming off with Al Horford. We ain't even talked about Jason Tatum, the superstar. All right. That squad is amazing. Philly. Minus James Harden. Ty, Tyrese Maxey looks like most improved player of the year candidate. Um, he is just going off. Tobias Harris has more of an open freedom to do what he does best. Um, Joel Embiid is doing what he usually does. I, I like them a lot. Um, Milwaukee, dang, Giannis, Chris Middleton. You know, when they get the clicking on all cylinders, they and Boston will be the teams to beat in the East. Um, I'm not saying Philly can't be up there or that they won't be up there, but I do feel like both of those teams just have a little bit more firepower than Philly currently has. 
Um, but we got to see how it play out. Miami has played really good so far this year, y'all. They eight and four. Indiana has played really well. Tyrese, I think that that uh, that Olympic run for Tyrese Halliburton really helped this game. Uh, Benedict Matherin has really been good. Miles Turner has really been good. Obi Toppin has fit over there very well. Even Buddy Yield is growing to his role. Um, and I think they're going to be a playoff spoiler for a lot of teams. Orlando Magic. I want to know if the Orlando Magic can sustain. 75 at the 12 games, a game over 12, uh, over 500. Um, well, I guess two games over 500, um, two games. Um, and I want to see, can they be a play-in team this year? Can they get a top six spot? Um, those young guys over there balling really good. Uh, you know, and that, that, I'm going to just do those right now as far as the East, as far as the Eastern Conference goes. Um, when it comes to the West, uh, again, it's more teams that, you know, Cavs haven't, championship aspirations these are the teams you're going to have to going to have to show that you can beat on a regular basis to make that claim legitimate all right denver nine and three the mavericks are nine and three minnesota is eight and three oklahoma city is eight and four sacramento kings are seven and four the houston rockets are six and four and that tops out the top six spots in the West. For seven through ten on the playoff on the playing side, the Lakers are seven and six. The Phoenix Suns are six and six. The New Orleans Pelicans are six and six. And the Golden State Warriors are six and seven. The LA Clippers are at eleven, and they are four and seven. What's crazy is right is the 7 through 11 slots in the West have arguably way more firepower than 2 through 6 in the West. That's so crazy. But this is still early in the season. You know, um, LA still getting their rhythm up under them. Golden State still getting their rhythm up under them. Uh, the Clippers are still trying to figure out how they're going to work their team. Uh, New Orleans still getting their chemistry together. Now they got everybody healthy, even though McCullough's been out for the last few games. Um, but this NBA season, y'all, overall, this NBA season is going to be epic. I ain't going to lie. Brian in year 21 is going bananas, okay? Um, between him, what, 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 what Boston going to do, what Milwaukee gonna do, and how Phoenix and them gonna turn up when Bradley Bill get back? Oh man, listen, this gonna be epic, man! The NBA season, uh, you know, twelve games in, I think it's gonna be really, really good, um, and it's really gonna heat up in this little window between the start of December and um, the All Star break. I think it's going to be really, really epic. So, you know, that is my Cavs take right now. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get back into the Cavs later on 
and do something real nice with them. Get you know, get more in depth into each player and, and a little more into the X and O's. I just wanted to touch base with them for a minute. D Trend Game Changer Sports Talk Industry Sports Streaming on multiple media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Follow us on IG at Industry Sports or at D Trend. You can also follow us on every social platform like that at D Trend or at Industry Sports. If you miss the live streaming, you can catch the replays on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and various other streaming platforms. Now, you know, I'm from Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to let this one rock for the, for the Cavs. We're going to spend a block on y'all in about 10 to 15 minutes. And we're going to come back and do these Browns. Because this is a Browns time. So, D Trent, Game Changer Sports Talk, Industry Sports. Appreciate y'all all tuning in, fucking with us today. Um, we're going to catch y'all in a couple of minutes when we spend the block, man. Be easy, stay safe, stay dangerous. You already know. <laughs>